it's kind of weird for me to hear my own voice singing, but well, it was, it's not anymore. And I had to get to a place where I kind of, how do I say it? Like kind of fell in love sort of with the little things, the little nuances that make my voice what it is, you know? And it wasn't until then that it actually sounded kind of decent to listen to. And it made me more productive in dealing with people. So in the same manner, it's like, well, what are those things about yourself that you're critical about? And are you even critical about them for your own reasons or for somebody else's or what you perceive to be somebody else's reasons, you know? But either way, it's you, you know, like, you know, give it a hug, you know what I mean? Like, accept yeah. it. <laughs> and, and then, you know, let, then let's move on. <laughs> oh, uh, i am happy to be back though like every week oh yes yeah <laughs> thank yeah. you guys for tuning in so uh, much we've got a topic for you guys um Man. that i've never talked about out loud so mm. we're both going to be learning together as we do this one that's beautiful man yeah you know it's it's um it's the holidays it's christmas time yeah and so uh you know everybody's decorating everybody's lighting it up everybody's getting you to look at it you know Getting their ornaments together. You know? So um, that's what it is today. You know, we're talking about ornamentation, you know, particularly of the self, right? We're talking about yeah, people yeah, yeah. who want to light it up for themselves, who want to make themselves look good, decorate themselves, whatever you want to call it. keep themselves looking pretty. You know, self-aggrandizement. Could we call it that? Are <laughs> we stepping good. into that? That's cool. Yeah, we could do that. Bet, bet. <laughs> so... Man, so, you know, yeah, this isn't going to be like the typical Christmas thing, but we did kind of want to take that theme, you know, of ornaments and making it pretty, making it flash and all that stuff. Yeah, trying um, to turn it into something that you guys can use, you know, regardless of your, you know, celebrating of Christmas or not. But I think this is right for the times. mm -hmm. Man, so decorating the self. What what was the word you used? What's the phrase you just used? Self-aggrandizement. Yeah, that. (laughs) <laughs> that's what we doing we were talking right before um mm-hmm. and i was trying to figure out how we were going to go about it because i haven't talked about it out loud before and i know it's something that's come up in life probably and like you said it's probably something we've already talked about together just mm-hmm. not in the way that we plan on doing it this time right man so you mind kicking us off no, get us with some direction all. yeah definitely so, like, what is that? You know, um, I, I I think it's something we see a lot of uh, self-aggrandizement. Like, well, first, um, because that's an actual term. You know, it sounds like I'm, you know, being funny or whatever. <laughs> but self-aggrandizement. Like, what does that mean? So, um, just simply, and this is a definition I found, uh, the action or process of promoting oneself as being powerful or important. How's that hit? Mm-hmm. Man, we see that all the time. Yeah. Oh, wow. Read that one more time for me. Yeah. The action or process of promoting oneself as being powerful or important. Yeah. Now, I think we all do that. I'm not going to take myself out of, you know, out of that category of people who do that. Mm -hmm. But I'd like to think that I'm not doing that to a level where it becomes unhealthy to you know to my own growth and just development as a human okay um so i do think as i do with all things i do think that there are levels to this and that there's a point where it's like ah, we kind of reaching a red zone here some uh some dangerous spots um i know we see it a lot on social media i'm sure that's probably the first thing everybody thought about after you read that but people do this through through all means i'm really thinking about it now hmm, where do you see this at do you see this with uh, other teachers? Well, um, <laughs> no, you know what? I don't. <laughs> I, I really? actually don't. No, um, because um, other teachers, now they might be doing this in their classroom. I don't know. But yeah. I don't really see it um, as in, you know, our interactions with each other. No. Does that surprise you? Yes. Why? It does. <laughs> because, and, and I've been a teacher, so I'm not trying to say mm-hmm. that I think all teachers, you know, are this way. But I have met people 
who are teachers mm-hmm. who feel like they have to do something to prove that they are the authority figure okay. and that they are in a position of all knowing when it comes to the things they think they should know. Mm-hmm. And okay. so I would expect that, you know, more than you saying mm-hmm. that really, at least <laughs> that some other educators would be doing something to try okay. to promote themselves to a status well, of, um, of you know, being powerful <laughs> or whatever. Go ahead. Well, what I you mean, got? you know, OK, maybe I'm just talking about in my own building, you know, now. OK. Now, of course, I am in the performing arts department. So there's only one instrumental music teacher, me, one choral music teacher and one dance teacher. So, you know, but maybe this happens in uh, departments where you have more than one English teacher or more than, you know, but I can say that I've seen that from one building to another, like people in, you know, in in like, um, you know, subject matters. Now, I've seen one music educator, perhaps from another building, you know, want to flex muscles on the other one or be the, the authority. Um, so, yeah, okay. I, I guess teachers do it. But, you know, just in the building, you know, for me, because my situation is a little unique. There's only one right. of me. No, yeah, right. You know. But <laughs> I yeah, got you. I, I can see it happening, you know, in that sense, though. Okay. But even with that, like what you just said, like another music educator might try to flex on you or something or, mm-hmm. you know, someone else because you guys are in the same arena now. Right. Um, There's a degree where I think that that's okay to do, especially yeah. with, you know, your specific uh, profession because especially when it comes to you know bands and like battles of the bands um right. if you got any band heads listen i know you guys know what we're talking about yay, yay. but that kind of thing you know even if it was you know like a basketball game or any kind of athletic right. competition or just any kind of thing where one person or one group is trying to come across as better than the other right then you know flexing becomes necessary right um I'm cool with that though. Like I'm, I'm cool yeah. with that in the competitive sense. You know what I mean? Like if we're competing, like you know, you line your band up in the stands, I line mine up, you know, in the stands, or we do our shows or whatever, and it's like, yo, let's get it. But you know, that's when we're in that competitive setting. So but time if, and place. Yeah, you know, it's context, man. Like, but if I just run into you at at uh, at Wegmans or Costco because I'm shopping for the holiday meal. You know, like, come on, man, what are we doing? You know, just say what's <laughs> up and keep it moving. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let's give, give our best to each other's you families. Said okay. You know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's time and place, man. All right, I got you. So, <laughs> so I'm just imagining like you running into another like fellow band director, and you're trying okay. to be cordial and saying hi, and this guy's like starts going off about his arrangements and. You know, oh. whatever. It's like, man, really? Yeah. Here, well, they don't do right that now? with me. They, they don't do that. Well, with yeah, me. I'm but, sure. You know, I'm just uh, imagining but, it. But you know, you know, people do find a reason to start talking about what they know. Like they want to give a verbal dissertation. You know, in the yeah. bread aisle. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, come on, man. That's not what yeah. it is. And and so I think that I think that's self-aggrandizement though versus yeah that's, you got yeah. your band out and I got mine out you know we're just competing and we're pushing each other you know um, I got you yeah but you yeah. know but people can I think can take the the competition personally um, I mean so much so that it can bring out the worst in who they are you know what I mean. Um, and before you ask well, me why I think that is, <laughs> I wasn't. I was going to say why I thought it was. Go ahead. Yeah. Now, um, I think um, I think cats are caught up in that toxic habit, though, of comparing themselves to other people. You know, like mm-hmm. on a personal tip. You know, it's mm-hmm. like like if 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 I play and my group plays well, and we and we're competing. You know what I mean. And yours right. plays well, but, you know, maybe not as well as mine did, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Like, that's not personal. I understand the personal attachment to it as a creative person. But when you attach your your self-esteem to it or, or your your identity and all that to how well your band performs or how well you do your job, then, you know, it's sounding like it's a little bit deeper than just the music. You know, like there's another issue that, that requires some attention. But but I, I do want to hear what you think. 
Yeah, no, that's pretty much what I was going to say. Um, and not even just on the band tip, just in general, that people tend to um, to take the things that they do or the things that they have and they make it so much so a part of them that if that thing feels attacked, then they feel attacked. Yeah, yeah. And um, so it's like, um, let's say I, I buy like my dream car. I don't have one, but, you know, let's just assume I did. And it was like some just real nice luxury vehicle. Mm-hmm. And then someone, I don't know, didn't like it or told me that they thought it was a stupid purchase. It's just something okay. negative about this this car yeah. that I've been like working my ass off for years to get. And I've associated my identity with this material that if mm-hmm. that were to happen, I might want to, you know, actually fight this person. Right. Or just do something. I don't know, something to maybe embarrass them or just yeah. something that feels like I'm defending myself because I feel like I have just become personally attacked because you don't like my car. Yeah. That that moment makes me feel like, you know, remember the episode we're talking about uh, rights? And, yes. And when it, I was saying that, it felt like something that come out of yeah. my mouth before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you spot on with that, though. Um, yeah. But we do that, though, I think, particularly in music, you know, and this ain't to drag everybody over into the world of being a music educator. I just got to <laughs> speak from my lane. OK, so. Yeah. Um, um, musicians. Um, and this is this is very revealing. This is a very revealing thing to say. But um, musicians tend to hide behind their instruments. You know what I mean? Um, a lot. I mean, a lot of very good musicians, too. You know, a lot of mediocre musicians you know, tend to hide behind their instrument um, because, I mean, and, and I'm sure people who do other things can probably relate to this too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I've seen cats hide behind their instruments uh, because it's their security blanket, you know. Um, and in the same manner, I've seen uh, music educators, you know, hide behind their ensembles, you know, Um because there's another level of, um, I, I think there's a whole other level of guts that's required to be um, completely who you are in front of folks, you know. And being an ensemble director, I think, gives people an opportunity to kind of hide in plain sight. And that's comfortable, you know. And uh, it, it's, really a, um, it, it's really a slick uh, defense mechanism because it doesn't appear to even exist, you know. But I, I think people do that. I think uh, some people hide behind their ball skills. Some people hide behind their ability to sing or their art or whatever. You know what I mean? They're they're business savvy, whatever. You know, people tend to hide behind the thing that's their fastball because without it, perhaps they wouldn't feel like they're good enough. You know, so you, it becomes sorry, a way of overcompensating. Now, go mm-hmm. ahead. I was wrapping up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My bad. I um, I was going to ask, do you think that people do that hiding behind their their thing? Do you think they do that because they don't know who they are or they don't feel comfortable with expressing who they are, like you said? Because before you said that, I was thinking that if someone's, you know, growing up, and getting to that point of their life where you tend to start figuring out what you like and who you are and all of that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. If you don't, or not even if you don't, if you're given something to ornament yourself with uh-huh. before completely going through that process on your own, then you are able to use that thing to do it. And then if that thing is attacked, then you feel attacked. Am I making sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I was thinking about it that way, that a person might just not know who they are, and then they're given a thing that helps them feel like they do. And so now that's the thing that they hide behind. Yeah. But you were saying more on the on tip of perhaps they do know who they are, but they're not comfortable with sharing that, you know, with the public. And so they use this thing as right. a means to express something else that they're comfortable with sharing that isn't them right right like it's like i don't like myself the way that i am so i gotta i gotta give you this you know and 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 it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with people who feel that way and say i don't like the way that i am you know that's is doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you 
Um, and so I'm not saying that, but um, I think a lot of people who don't like who they are, or they don't like the way that they are, or, or whatever, you know, who wish they were more of this, wish they were more of that, um, they they tend to keep the, uh, the the more honest parts of themselves hidden behind the horn or behind the keyboard, behind the drums, you know what I mean, behind the basketball, you know what I mean. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like I said, it takes a whole other level of gut. So to answer your question, yes and yes. I think when people don't know who they are, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, they, 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 they do hide it or, or, or maybe find themselves in the middle of an identity crisis where they're questioning like, man, well, who, who in the world am I? You know, um, or, you know, maybe they do have some sense of who they are. But like I said, they, they're just afraid that um, that's not acceptable. You know, and I've noticed that's the case for a lot of musicians. I think creative spirit, um, you, I think before you do anything, you don't necessarily have to change yourself. I think everybody's trying to change himself, you know, or change herself. And, and that's okay if that's what you want to do, you know. But I think before you go changing yourself, it's like, you know, I think it's healthy to take a moment and say, okay, well, this is what I recognize about me that I don't like about me. And this is Mm -hmm. why I don't like it. Not because, I mean, if your reason is, well, everybody's going to laugh at me or have something to say about me. Well, then that's another issue we should handle first before we determine whether or not we really like ourselves. And, um, and then we move forward. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes complete sense. Um, but, but it, I think just starting with the parts of yourself that you might not like so much, you know, um, here's a great example. Like I'm not a singer, but I can harmonize. Right. And so I'll record, you know, uh, background vocals for myself or, uh, if I'm recording somebody and I might do like scratch vocals, like harmonies and stuff. And again, it's kind of weird for me to hear my own voice singing, but, well, it was. It's not anymore. And I had to get to a place where I kind of, how do I say it, like kind of fell in love sort of with the little things, the little nuances that make my voice what it is, you know. And it wasn't until then that it actually sounded kind of decent to listen to. And it made me more productive in dealing with people. So in the same manner, it's like, well, what are those things about yourself that you're critical about? And are you even critical about them for your own reasons or for somebody else's or would you perceive to be somebody else's reasons, you know, but either way, it's you, you know, like, you know, give it a hug. You know what I mean? Like, accept yeah. it. And, and then, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, l- then let's move forward. Yeah, that was good. We can wrap up right there. You guys, Word. thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I think the, the self-aggrandizement part gets toxic, though. Because, like, we're blowing ourselves up, you know, to be really important. Like, oh, well, I can do this thing. Or, you know, I am a, um, you know, I guess it's the ugly side of what we talked about last week, being the the glass maker, you know, who poses as a diamond sweater. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, (laughs) It sounds super (laughs) counterproductive, though, to do that. Yeah. Because if I don't know who I am or I don't like who I am or whatever it is that I'm dealing with that's causing me to hide behind my craft. If I start taking the approach of blowing myself up and trying to seem almighty and all powerful or anything, it seems like I am making myself a larger target for the thing I'm trying to avoid. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And so you then, probably deserve that imposter syndrome that comes with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I mean to cut you off. No, you're fine. You're fine. I um, I was just gonna say, you know, why do it if that's the case? But you know, you don't realize that that's kind of what you're opening yourself up towards when you do. Yeah, huh. yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't think people know that. I, I really don't. No, I don't either. So self-aggrandizement you know um so would you say that it is um i mean i'm not saying that all self-aggrandizement is necessarily toxic either because you got to blow yourself up you know you got to promote yourself you know what i mean so i don't really mean in the 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 
the toxic way of promoting yourself as powerful or important because in some arenas we are actually powerful and we are actually important and it's okay to live in that too i had a friend that told me that um last night um i was hanging out uh my family and uh, a friend of mine we were in in the band together in college and um you know she's she's her and her her husband and her kids you know we all kind of hang out together and she was saying like yo you know what it's okay to say that you know like i am dope i am powerful i do this and i do this well so you know i'm i guess i'm mostly talking about the toxic part of it but there are um those times where you do have to remind yourself of how great you are but um is this is this warranted you know or um am am i am i comforting myself and that's cool too no judgment on the person that's comforting himself or herself you know if but I, i'm just saying perhaps that shouldn't be where it all ends you know what i mean um you know you're peddling glass and and charging <laughs> people like yo well i'm gonna give you half off these diamonds you know right you know it's it's, it's different you know so you got two i don't know you got two forks in the road with self-aggrandizement you know we go one yeah. way or the other yeah and people do this too not just with the things that they do but with the company that they keep around okay and people try to use other people as their decorations and ornaments that's good um and yeah and i think that that like double sucks because now you're dragging <laughs> these other people or person <laughs> along with your toxic behaviors and they might not even be aware of it <laughs> are you laughing at double sucks yeah, yeah like yo dragon i've seen that like in 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 my profession like i've seen adults like weaponize kids you know what i mean oh, that's, um, yeah it's terrible like, you know if we talking you know you know as, as a high school band director you know and i'm talking about beyond you know the type of competition that's healthy and you know pushes your your peers to work harder but like i'm talking about really weaponizing kids because you're dealing with some sort of issue that's got you feeling low about yourself and yeah you turn oh. these kids you're like grew and the minions you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah you are on you know you're using these kids as ornaments you know to i don't know right whatever wrongs you got that are still kind of left undealt with in your head that yeah. double sucks you're right yeah it does <laughs> yeah i mean you're talking about a lot of kids that more than double sucks it got a lot of a <laughs> lot of people involved now <laughs> but kids. man yeah oh yeah 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 um but it's like if i don't know let's say someone gets like a uh uh a, a girlfriend or something and it's like yeah this is my girlfriend she's a model and that's how you always introduce her the trophy and it's like all right yeah like uh okay man like all right cool is that all you got to say about her here's no. my girlfriend she's a model this is my black friend <laughs> like yeah. i'm down yeah like okay right <laughs> wow for validation's sake is what you're saying yeah or, wow. or to, yeah to make themselves seem like a person who is you know worthy of being friends with what they think the kind of person is that they're decorating themselves with mm that's a messy uh web yeah. right there yeah 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 i'm surprised i got that all out on one song like that yeah um yeah like here's my girlfriend the model i am a person who's cool enough to date someone who is a model and we all know how models are look at me go wow so that like, sounds yeah. like low self-esteem though yeah oh you big know. time wow um so some of this i think is um you know, like I said, people trying to comfort themselves and say, you know, well, how do I make this okay? You know, how it, it, it's like like self-medicating, you know, or trying to From numb away. From the pain of yeah. having low self-esteem? Okay. Yeah, I think so. And, 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 and again, you know, not trying to talk about that from a lofty or holier-than-thou position, you know, because, you know, people got issues like all of us. So it's not like that. But in trying to be helpful, it's like, okay, look it's not going to come from uh, the model girlfriend or right. from, you know, the ability to play any song after one hearing only or the ability to eat. You, you dig what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's not going to come from that. And really, 
you know, our, I think that our private thoughts aren't really that private. You know, we kind of live them out on a, oh, on a very public stage, oh. you know. Yeah, that stuff's on your sleeves for real. Oh, yeah. And that that whole, you know, the, the ornament piece of it, you know, especially the example of like weaponizing kids, you know, like you're really trying to settle some scores, you know what I mean? Um, but <laughs> yeah. that, that whole thing, you know, I think all of it comes from a place of, um, you know, just, just not regarding yourself the way um, you want everybody to think you regard yourself. And, and if, and if that's you, if you live in that place, yo, you know, you, you start there, you know, like, okay, cool. This is how I really feel. Like, this is where I'm at and that's okay. And um, I always tell folks, um, have somebody that, that, you know, you can actually talk to, you can share with, like when, when kids come to me with things, I'm like, yo, what'd your parents say? That's me finding mm-hmm. out if you got somebody you can talk to about it, you know? Right. Um, and, and if you don't, if you don't have anybody you can talk to, anybody you can trust with that, I understand, you know? But um, I think if you can just accept it first and say, look, I'm faking it, man, and it doesn't feel good, you know, is what I'm getting out of, you know, faking everybody out or giving them some idea about who I am with these ornaments and ornaments tend to be cheap anyway. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, they don't add any real value. We put them on a tree that's either dying or fake to begin with. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. so you, you you understand what I mean? (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. You know, you know, and and just like that tree, like you're going to have to go eventually anyway, you're going to get tossed out. We all get tossed out at some point, but I think that, um, it's it's there's nothing wrong with um you know you know putting yourself out there for you know wh- whatever as long as it's in line i believe with the value that you give to yourself or or that you're hoping to um uh, i don't know the the value the value that you're hoping to achieve i think that's okay you know but if if you have no intention of doing the work and you're only living to you know light up and blink for a season well you know is 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 that a fulfilled life you know rather than say it isn't you know right is that a fulfilled life yeah man and it's you know it'd be useful to or i guess hopeful to realize that when you're doing things this this uh self-ornamenting and decorating in the hopes of having other people regard you in the way that you'd like them to regard you. Mm-hmm. Like that's a never ending treadmill right there because oh, yeah. everybody else is doing the same thing. Like you're yeah. worried so much about how someone else is going to regard you or think of you or whatever. And they're probably wondering how you're going to think of them and how other people are thinking of them. So any way that a person does regard you or that a person does anything is coming from themselves. So you really can't, use that as your measure to gauge how worthy you are of whatever. Right. Right. Absolutely. Like you're you're never gonna win that. No. Um you know all the all of that is very telling though. Um the ways that we you think about it, you know if you look at it, let's just be very literal for a minute and look at a a tree, a Christmas tree and and, okay. and somebody decorates it they're actually putting on display their idea of what a beautiful tree looks like. You know, they're really telling you a lot about them, you know, in terms of their taste and um, their style, what they want. And um, I, I think if you look at what um, what somebody does, the way they ornament themselves, even just the way they carry themselves, you can look at somebody right away and you could tell what's important to a person, you know, um, I look at somebody and I say, wow, working out is important to that guy over there, that girl over there and the fella back there, you know, because you can just look at them and tell, you know, you can tell what's important to somebody. And if you're rolling with a cat and, you know, he's um, I don't know, he's he's peddling glass. I like coming back to that analogy. And he's a glass peddler, (laughs) you know, um, and and again, he's claiming to be charging you half price for the diamonds. Well, you know that um, you you, you have enough rather to know what's important to this person. 
and the things that we want or the things uh, uh, that we want to put on display or the things that we want people to think about us. Um, people make that very like think about the guy who um, like everybody knows somebody who lies real hard. Right. Like we all know somebody <laughs> who just lies super hard, you know, and mm-hmm. they lie like so super hard and they lie about stuff that could own like some of the stuff that they lie about is just so stupid. It's like, man, um, the only reason you're lying about that is because that's important to you. Like whatever it is you're lying about, it's got to be important to you because it really doesn't make a whole lot of difference uh, for anything like at all right so you know i see what's important to you and so uh you're really telling me in a lot of ways what you wish to be and that's you know as as much as i could go in on that that's an okay place to start i guess that's what i'm telling the person who might be suffering from that well cool at least you know what you want to be you know what direction you want to go in right i mean that's an okay positive i think to put on that but yeah it's a great way to look at that um, I, so if you're the person just kind of coming full circle to the point I was making, like if you don't have anybody you can talk to, just look at your own, you know, look at your own stuff. Like just look at your own behavioral patterns, look at your own trends, like write down what you do. That's why like when you go on a diet, you know, the, the dietician says, well, write down what you eat, you know, so yep. we can see the patterns. We can see what your trends are, you know, the best, um, before we even talk about changing your behavior, let's recognize it. You know, that's that's what's most telling about what you're probably going to do is what you've already done. You know, but you yeah. can change that. But sometimes I, I think it's just a matter of, of seeing it and being able to recognize it. Um, so, yeah, I get it. You know, shine up your glass. That's cool. But if, you know, you want the value of diamonds, you know, we got to make some fundamental changes. And I think it just starts with saying, yo, I got glass over here and I don't like it. And I'm peddling it like it's diamonds. Cool. We got a direction we want to go in, you know. Yeah. And I want to add on to that, too. Along with noticing your behaviors and the kind of things that you do and, and tend to say. Uh-huh. Also recognizing what stuff you tend to recognize. Because that's something that's a a good tell, I think, about what kind of stuff is important to you, too. So along with the things that you say, along with the things that you do, taking note of what you tend to take note on. You get what I'm saying? So like like let's say that I um, because I do this, too, and I I catch myself and I'm like, huh, this is really important (laughs) to me right now. Um, But like let's say like I've been working out like real hard for the past like almost two months now. Yeah. And since I started, I notice other people's fitness levels more mm-hmm. than I normally would. Like, you know, you can look at a person and tell, hey, they, they might be in pretty good shape. They look like they might work out. But I notice it more since I've started. And that because I'm, you know, dealing with something internally and I just feel the like a need to, to see it. But I just realized that I notice it more than I did before. But it's because it's something that's important to me right now. And it's kind of at the forefront of my life at the moment. Mm. And so and it's it's kind of like going back to music. Once you learn how to listen to music and you know the different uh colors of instruments and you know what you know you, you know different rhythmic phrases and you can kind of hear uh chord progressions, once you learn all of that stuff, mm-hmm. when you start listening to songs, you start you notice it more. And you go, "Oh, that was a 251 right there. Oh, that guy's playing guitar." Whereas, like, uh, you might have a friend listening next to you and goes, oh, I didn't even hear that there was a guitar in the song. They weren't listening for it. (laughs) Right, right. So, you know, when you're a person who cares about something or is doing something, you tend to recognize that stuff a little bit more. So Mm. I'm just going to add that on to your advice of taking note of your behavior to take note of what you take note of. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, Wow. Wow. That's... um so just just finding out what your focus is yeah um i was wow i actually heard um like you hit me earlier today um like you you, you called me and i was like, i hit you back after church you know like right like we still we're still doing church online right and um i was hearing today about focus um 
you know, starting with the definition, you know, the focus, the center of activity, attraction, or attention. Um, mm-hmm. You know, taking note of what you're focusing on. Um, focus, the state or condition uh, permitting clear perception or understanding. Um, and, and there are a lot of ways, I think, um, where our focus can change. Like, I think you kind of open up something with that, talking about focus, because um, there are a lot of ways we can change our focus or, uh, as I heard it said today, fix your gaze. Um, mm. You know, like some some of us are blowing up small things. You know, some of us um, might not be doing that enough. You know, um, like two instruments, and this is a thought that I had, um, two instruments that... Um, are used to bring things into focus, you know, but on two very extreme ends of the telescope and the microscope, you know, um, perhaps, you know, you have to be more attentive and, and perhaps more attentive to detail, you know, so you, you might require, you know, uh, more the, the microscope kind of focus, you know, where you're somebody who, um, you know, sweats too many of the small things, you know, and so you need to pan out or you need to look, uh, you maybe need to be more telescopic, you know, um, because, and and I'm saying all that because a lot of the things that make us feel like we have to, you know, decorate and make ourselves important and all that is really just focusing on some things that are probably if you change your focus or if you change, you know, how wide your gaze is or if you change how close you are to the subject, you know, and back away from it, you might find that some of those things that are causing you to make these decisions and and, uh, engage in these actions really aren't that big to begin with. Perhaps completely inconsequential. You know, it's like the in the, the picture when you look at it up really close, it looks like just like a bunch of nothing it's just a big blur and 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 you back away and you're like wow this is a picture you know um but but even in appreciating the picture for what it is you're aware of the fact that it's really just an amalgamation of dots you know what i mean um and and so there's a i think there's a um there are levels of objectivity if if I'm if, if I'm being I don't even know if I'm being clear, really, but um, I think just knowing what direction we need to move in, you know, what kind of things are we really sweating? What kind of things are we really um, attempting to find clarity on? What sort of things are we ignoring? What sort, you, you, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, just I got you. As it regards um, the uh, the the inventory of our character, you know, and I think. All of the false ornamentation and all of that comes from really just believing that there's something we want to be that requires us to do uh, based on what we don't have in our inventory. You know, doing things that require things that we just don't have in our inventory. And um, so we fake it. So we make it pretty. You know, we dress it up. And we might actually find, you know, with uh, perhaps taking some steps to refocus or to um, reevaluate even and, and be really honest. You know, I think we find that, hey, maybe I do have this in, in my inventory, you know, or you know what? I actually don't. But I'm not going to fake it anymore. This is me and this is the direction I'm going to go. So I think um, I think there's good to be found um, either way. Yeah, I think there's also maybe I don't have this thing in my inventory, but there might be a way for me to get it. Right. Right. And then you do that, too. Right. Absolutely. Um, What so so what do these things look like? Um, I feel like because I, I always do this thing. I feel like I'm being clear, but <laughs> yeah. somebody's probably saying, well, what was, does that look like? <laughs> no, it was uh, it was all very metaphorical. I think that. Uh, because we do have the smart listeners that we have that they probably got it but I do think it's important to try to uh to try to make this as practical as possible yeah absolutely um yeah I, I agree I think it was clear but 
uh, I, I, I know where you're coming from. Um, let's say we've got a person who, hmm, uh, I'm trying to think of something that's, you know, that the majority of people or that uh, enough people tend to not think they're very good at um, okay. or just don't have with them. Um, cooking. That's uh, Cooking? Yeah, I don't know. I just try to think okay. of something. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, I was going to say like communicating All right, that's cool. uh, with let's other do people one. or something. You want to do that one? Okay. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> All right, so let's say that, you know, someone's not very good with, uh, I don't know, making friends or okay. um, uh, talking to people that they that they find themselves attracted to. Just, just aren't good of, with expressing themselves verbally. Um, and so they have low self-esteem about that. And so the person who attempts to decorate themselves might they might try to come across as someone who does know about things or something but that they're too important to discuss it with you as a Mm. means to not have to communicate so trying to come up with a reason that they think is good enough to not communicate with you not the one that they just lack the skill because that attacks their their self-esteem but the one that says I'm better than you, I'm just not going to talk to you because I'm I'm better and I don't need to. So it might show up that way. Mm-hmm. Um so that person I'm I'm thinking of this as I'm talking. <laughs> um let's say this person does know, like you're saying, they are aware of their lack of the ability to communicate. They mm-hmm. might even feel bad after those moments where they're like rude to people and, and push people away because of the insecurity that they have about it. Mm-hmm. Um, they might be aware of all of this. And so this person, do you think that this needs a more microscopic or telescopic approach like you were saying? Um, yes and yes. Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> it could go either right. way, you know. Yeah, need to look at it from both ends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me see. I'm trying. I'm trying to be this person. If I know my communication skills suck and I'm being a jerk to people, and I know I'm being a jerk, I don't like that I'm doing it, but I don't want everybody to know that I'm just not good at this thing. Right. I um. Mean, you could suck at it because you're too microscopic. You know. Mhm. You know, you're thinking about everything. You know, like I'm gonna go talk to this guy. Oh man, he just wiped his forehead. You know, perhaps he's getting bored now or. You know, okay. or he just wiped his eye. He's tapping oh, my his goodness. foot. He's, He's getting sleepy. Right, you know. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And so you need to pan out some. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I got you. Well, yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm satisfied with the way that played out. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Because cool. I, I do, I tend to struggle a little bit with making things a little more practical. Because I tend to think in metaphors, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it comes out that way. Well, that's, um, that's through the filter, I think, of bad like like negative uh inner chatter though what is I, I think all of that like you know in the example you know the guy is you know talking to somebody and he sees him you know wipe his eye or whatever and he's oh man i'm making him sleepy you know that's that's negative you know self-chatter that's negative self-talk you know um yeah that's a, that's one of those toxic uh self-esteem habits you know just talking bad about yourself you know um i've i've gained weight i'm too fat look that pimple on my face i'm really ugly you know um and that that further kills your self-esteem you know as opposed to like hey um i'm going to accept this you know yes that is a pimple on my face yes i do like this you know i do look like this you know but my face is my face it's you it's unique you know what i mean so uh, nobody mm-hmm. can steal those features from me, you know, so with that, I'm proud of them. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I think we're just harsh on ourselves again. Uh, and we talked about this before. We look at ourselves through the lens of intention, you know, in the context of our flaws, our shortcomings, our mistakes, our victories, our losses and everything, you know. And so the 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 i guess the voice behind the self chatter is the voice that's experienced all of those things you know and so we dress it up <laughs> you <Yeah. know? laughs> i have um i have two exercises that i do when i okay. find myself getting to a place of you know something that 
um, is akin to low self-esteem because I don't, in general, I don't have low self-esteem, but I do have moments and times yeah. where I might not like the way I look at a, on a particular day or, um, I don't know, something just might be off and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I do is I pretend that child me is having those problems and mm-hmm. it's coming to me for a solution. Okay. I would not tell child me that they're ugly because they have a pimple on their face right? or, you know, whatever the thing is. So I pretend that I'm talking to, it's still me, but it's not in my head that I'm talking to another entity coming to me with the issue Makes and someone sense. I really care about. Um, cause I do love child me. I would not talk to her like that. Correct. Um, so that's one thing that I do. Another thing I do, and I do this just for fun. Sometimes it's like a, um, like a perspective exercise. And I've shared this with some friends before. I think my friend Ella really likes this one. Uh-huh. Um, but I pretend that everyone is a uh, is chimps, or that everyone yeah is is the right word there, uh-huh. and so I do that to kind of um, peel back the layers that we tend to add on to things unnecessarily because we're humans, uh-huh. and so I you know everyone keeps the same dress and behaviors and everything. I just pretend that it's chimps doing it instead of humans, and okay. it makes it much more. Um, it's more amusing to me, which is why sometimes I just do it. And I'm just like, huh, look at all these chimps doing, you know, whatever the thing that the people are doing. Um, <laughs> and so sometimes that's just funny to me to do. Uh, but for the sake of understanding like human nature and myself included, I go, uh, well, you know, it's just a chimp. And I pick chimps because, you know, it's the closest looking to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm just like, well, that's kind of silly for a chimp to do that. Why would a chimp care about this? And then, you know, it it helps me kind of um, dissolve a little bit of that layer of unnecessity that we tend to put on top of things in order to try to color our experiences and and all of that. Um, So, you know, I do that sometimes. If anyone tries that, listeners, please let me know how that goes for you. Yeah. What kind of things you you find. I used to do it. um, Well, I mean, I, I always do it. But when I was working at the high school. I've had moments where I was like coming down the hall, you know, it's a long hall and there might be like some kids at their lockers or like, you know, somebody walking by an administrator with their keys in their hand or like a walkie talkie or something. And I Mm. just think, look at all these chimps just hanging out at lockers. What are y'all doing at lockers? Like, don't you got something to do? (laughs) (laughs) Who taught this chimp how to use a walkie talkie? That's ridiculous. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, you know, yeah. Yeah, I I enjoy doing it, but it helps kind of um level out my perspective. Mm. Yeah, I can dig that. Um, I used to hear uh people say, imagine uh, they would say this uh when people would do like public speaking. They say, imagine your audience; they're all sitting there in their underwear. They're all they're yeah. sitting there naked. You know, um, you know, I I guess I can get that. It's probably funnier as you get older. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. because you know, like bodies just aren't as hot by a certain age so it, it you know it is kind of funny yeah. hot yeah, you know ahead. what i mean ain't got the bod you had 20 yeah. years ago you know so yeah. it's like yo <laughs> that's kind of funny at this point you know yeah, yeah i'd yeah. be too distracted by that thought to continue on with whatever speech i was trying to deliver oh yeah and yeah, now and, uh, i'm caught in my head about everybody being naked you're laughing though you know yeah yeah and that helps yeah, yeah, a good laugh always cool. helps. It's so really, it's all ornamentation, you know. So I guess that's just a means of stripping the ornamentation away, like in your head. Yeah, that's what it you is. You know, that, yep. that other people put up, you know, and, and thus you, that's you kind of liberating yourself to do the same thing. That's very good. I like that. Um, that's, that's pretty thoughtful right there. I never even thought of it that way, you know, but you're taking away the ornaments. And, 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 and that's, um, that's the thing. I think a lot of our ornaments are um, reactive ornaments, you know, to somebody else's. You, I think you said that earlier. Um, when when you take away someone else's kind of in your mind, you know, yeah. you don't really feel the need as much, you know, to put up yours. You know, again, you know, we we put ornaments on trees that are dying or just fake to begin with. So yeah, <laughs> it's getting tossed out anyway. There you go. Yeah, it's okay to decorate it, uh, but don't 
try to act like that decoration is going to, you know, keep the tree alive yeah. or make it real. Yeah. Eat the candy canes, man, after the new year. Just eat them, man. Like, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's okay if an ornament breaks. It's okay. Get another one. It's all right. Yeah. You get a bunch of them. Not the like, end of the world. You know, for real cheap. They're glass, people. They're not diamonds. <laughs> That's oh. good. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed this. This was kind of cool right here. I got into this one. Yeah, I could tell. I think yeah. you you really uh I mean <laughs> you, I think you do well in all of them anyway, but I think you really shone, shined. What's you think? the word there? I don't know. I, I was I was really just acting like my band director. Um me and him spoke for almost two hours. Like two hours, fifty nine minutes and forty two seconds. You know, so I think I was just like, I think I was ready to say something because I was listening most of that <laughs> that phone yeah, conversation. I, <laughs> you know. I had to get it out. Thank you. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got that out of you. Yeah, yeah. He's still my teacher, you oh, know, after man. all these years. So, you know, yeah, I had to let him talk, you know. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Give deference, you know, to the teacher. Oh, oh man. You just took a long breath. That's what that was. That's what I did, man. <laughs> oh, man. I want to know what the people think, though, about yeah, this one. As <laughs> always, you guys, you got to email us. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you have other topic suggestions. Come on. Let us know if you hated it. Like, whatever it is, you want to hear about it. Email us at we might be with no E wrong <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> I love how that always gets you. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> yeah. And as always, uh, thank you guys for listening. For sure. Thank you for supporting uh, the show and, and for, you know, telling other people about us. I've been having conversations with other people who are like eager to share this with other people. And yeah. like, nothing means more to me than that. Uh, so thank you. Happy holidays. If you celebrate Christmas, yay, yay. Christmas. Uh, <laughs> I hope you guys get to spend time with your families and you eat well and get plenty of yes. rest. <laughs> and drink plenty yeah, of yeah. guava juice. <laughs> If you want to know what the guava juice is about, email us at we might be wrong at <laughs> <email. com. laughs> No doubt. All right, talk to you later. Peace.